Well, welcome to the therapy. Yes. Damn. How do we even start this? Are we supposed to talk to like the people watching, or are we just like gonna shoot the shit with each other? Is this my water bottle? Yeah. Let's bring that down here. I feel like the one person that's gonna listen to this first episode is gonna be like. Matt, if you're listening, <laughs> with one T or two, either or, most likely two, you're the realist, and you could see Jerry anytime you'd like. I love it. Fuck it. Okay. This is go to therapy. We're here. So why the fuck did we do this? Um, I feel like it started off as a joke. I feel like that's my whole life. <laughs> no, but, like, not the actual podcast, but the name. Like, yeah, go to is. therapy. It is. Because my natural response to everything is to tell somebody to go to therapy. Yeah. Figure out your shit, in other words. But it's just a nicer way of wording it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> go to therapy. And they think I'm kidding, but I'm not. No, no. not at all. Like, deal with your fucking shit. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, okay. Full disclosure. Let's see. We're not therapists. The fuck no. We'll start there. Far from it. This um, is not um, any type of psychological advice. No. You probably wouldn't want that from either one of us. <laughs> so keep it 100% honest. Yeah. Um, wow. That's disclosure number one. Disclosure number two. Hide your kids. Because there's a lot of F-bombs. Yeah, we curse like truckers. Yeah. Especially me. You're a little bit better than I am. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that, but it just adds color to the conversation. Yeah, you know? it's just, just a little razzle-dazzle sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? If you know me in like real life, no you don't. Yes. Everything you thought you knew about me was wrong and you'll learn a lot on this podcast but still nothing like knowing us in real life I feel like it's just completely different yeah completely different 100 percent I'm sorry mom <laughs> all the things we're gonna talk about yeah Robin <laughs> <laughs> love you but don't fucking listen to this shit. Exactly. <laughs> if you're, like, a close friend of mine, you probably know all this shit already anyway. Yeah. But, like, family members? Mm. We'll Res- get there later on. Yeah, respectfully tune out. That's to unpack on a later episode. <laughs> so today we're unpacking. <laughs> um, but basically, the whole idea of this is to bring comedic relief to such a, a dark and deep topic. So, of course, we're going to talk about real things. We're going to talk about things that bother people, things that people don't want to talk about, things that people might not be open about or feel like they have a place to go to to say anything. But we're also people that can make light of any situation, any scenario. And that's exactly what we want to do here is for people to know, like, one, you're not crazy. <laughs> Two, everybody thinks about these things in one way, shape, or form. You're not alone. And life's hard, and you got to make it easy somehow. And we do that by bringing light to these dark topics, so... Shooting this shit with each other? All the time. All the time, and now you are... Now everybody else. Our lovely fans. Our three (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Me, you, and Jerry. Yes. Does anybody hear him snoring? That's Jerry. And that's the end to your therapy session. (laughs) Catch us next time. Jerry's already tuned out. <laughs> That's the therapy I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no better therapy than those with fur and four paws. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, just because I feel like the name that we chose to go with, like some people could be like offended. I don't think so. I think- Not like offended, but like when we say go to therapy, we do mean literally like go to therapy and figure out your shit, but yeah. we don't mean it in the sense that, like, you need a literal therapist. I think everybody needs a therapist. Yeah, the world would be a better <laughs> place if everyone needs a therapist, but essentially I feel like the name is just, like, all about finding what is your therapy. 
I and working through your shit. Yeah. Like, we're not here to make anyone feel any type of way. Exactly. Or about, tell you to do something or not yeah, to do anything. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the way that we describe our issues may not be the way that other people, like, understand them. Mm-hmm. So, just nothing that we say here is meant to be, like, aggressive. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shit that we say is... How do you word it? Raw. Yes. Organic. Yes. But we also have very... Sig- not, not significant. Distinct vocabulary, so to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't word stuff like textbook no like i consider myself fucking crazy but like none of (laughs) us are actually fucking crazy yeah everybody's validated in the way that they feel and just to your point about working through your shit like whatever that looks like for you whatever color flavor size shape whatever like there's no one way to do this and i think that the whole premise of this is for us to allow people to know that like Everybody works through their stuff in their own way, but everybody should work through their stuff and mm-hmm. you shouldn't rely on somebody else to to bring you out of the depths of your darkness or to fix you or whatever the case may be and you shouldn't project your bullshit on everybody else like that's not fair. Yep. Work through your own stuff. We work through our own stuff. We are huge advocates for therapy first and foremost. We'll put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think that I would even be here without therapy and we'll get into our stories and kind of where we came from with all this, but I think everybody should take a second, look at themselves in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to work on me and figure it out because we all go through things. Every single one of us. Yep. So. Welcome to the (laughs) show. show. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking madness. Yeah. Of two girls in their 20s. Just simply fucking talking. Riding the waves. Yep. Doing the things. We love you all. Our three. (laughs) 300,000 listeners. Let's put this out in the world now. (laughs) And beyond. (laughs) We're going to manifest this shit. Mm -hmm. Writing it down aggressively as we speak. Yep. Scribbling it in my manifestation. (laughs) In my manifestation journal. Um, Yep. And if you get nothing out of this podcast, except maybe, like, a couple giggles. I'm happy. For real. Thrilled. I don't even care if there's literally one person that listens to this. I feel like it'll be almost like a form of therapy for both of us as well. Exactly. Like, I don't even care if we run this shit back and we're like, wow. Or if we just sit here and shoot the shit like we normally do and talk. Mm -hmm. Even getting into topics deeper than we already have. Because um, Sam and I will get into our friendship as well. And us just being able to reflect and be like, this brought us closer. This opened our minds. This brought these things to the forefront that maybe we haven't thought about. Like, I'm happy with that too. Exactly. And I mean, fuck it. Yeah. Just fuck it. <laughs> like, full send. That's literally it. Everything like, in life. I have so much excitement in my body right now. I feel like I don't even know what to say. You know what I really want to talk about, though? I feel like this makes the most sense, is our friendship, how we met, Yep. and, like, a high-level overview of therapy for You know what the fuck I just realized? What? It's very ironic, but our first conversation, do you remember what it was? About therapy? Yes. Yes. And I don't know why, like, I'm just piecing this together in my head, but, like, what are the odds that the first conversation that we ever had was literally, I'm pretty sure you gave me your therapist, like, information. (laughs) Because well, I was, it sounds like me. No, because I was looking for a therapist yeah. forever. And here's me like, I have one. Yeah. Talk yeah. to her. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I like put in uh, like, meet with me type thing. Oh my God, yeah. With your therapist. That's cool. And now here we are with a podcast, podcast. named Go to Therapy. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. I God planted this little seed. 100%. So I'm going to walk that back for those who don't know. Um... I work in a local gym as one of my second jobs, and I became friends with everybody that works there, one of them being a really close friend of Sam's. So Mm -hmm. her and I worked together, we would chat, we would shoot the shit all the time, 
and Sam is a fucking beast in the gym. <laughs> and she would work out and she would come in during my shifts. The three of us would be chatting, whatever. And we just talked about some real stuff, like, right off the bat. And those are the people that I connect with the most. Yeah. Are those that are just, like, themselves. You can feel it. They have a certain energy about them. They're not sitting here, like, either trying to brush you off or to try to make you like them. They're just them. Like, that's what I liked. And I I think... feel like it worked because we're both, like, I don't want to say outspoken. We're just not... We're straightforward. Yeah. But not in the sense of, like mean yeah we just don't constrain ourselves yeah like we don't exactly yeah like and i i also i'm like cringing as i say that because i hate when people are like i'm so real Mm -hmm. it's not even like that i would just say like i'm i'm myself at any hour of the day yeah you're going to get me in my truest form whatever that looks like (laughs) i don't know because it changes momentarily yes um but yeah we were just (laughs) we showed up as ourselves that's exactly it literally immediately yeah I'm like, I feel like we've been friends forever. Dude, I feel like I've known you in either another lifetime or all of this one. And somebody was just lying to me. Yeah. Like someone was like, mm-hmm, joke's on you. Yeah. And also, I know I said this to you before, but years and years and years ago, like must have been 2012 or something, a long time ago, yeah. I fucking messaged you on Twitter. Twitter. Because. Of all things. Whatever tweets you were tweeting, I was just like, hey, listen, I'm here for you if you need somebody. Oh and my God. Like, probably like, to you. Do you remember that back in like high school when you would be like something would happen and you'd be so dramatic on Twitter. Yes, all the time. I'm sure that that's what it was. That was probably so dramatic. Yeah, and probably like 20 to 30 tweets a day. Ridiculous. Who had time for that? I just can't wait to go home and go to sleep. My life's so hard. And I was like, bitch, if you need me, I'm here. <laughs> and, then, <They're> up. <laughs> and then who would have thought that and like a decade later, literally. we're literally the best of best friends. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought. But I nope. love it. I love every second of it because everything happened how it should. Yeah. Every single thing happened how it should have. And who knows, like, if we would have became friends back then, if we would have been as good of friends as we are now. You probably would have hated me. I was a bitch in high school. I mean... Not... mm, Yeah, yeah. Anyone that knew me in high school, you don't, by the way. (laughs) She's blown up. (laughs) She's blown up, baby. Let's just, like, play that back really quick, because high school is just, like, so awful. Yeah, I would never go back. Yeah, no. I mean, I had so much fun in high school, and, like, I... I don't know if I can agree with that statement. So happy, like, I made so many good friends, and, like, I'm still really good friends with a lot of my friends from high school, but I feel like the person who I was in high school is just, like... Yeah, I feel person. like you're, yeah, because, like, how are you, though? You, you Also, yeah, you're a literal fetus. Yeah, an number actual, one. An actual baby. You're trying to navigate life. And I feel like I'm still literally a baby. Yes. And then you're told <laughs> when you leave here, you have to have it all figured out. Yeah, no. That's not it. Mm-mm. I have many words on that, so I'm just going to put that on the table. We'll talk about that in a We'll later unpack date. that one later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll bring that out. Somebody jot that down. Jerry, Jerry. you listening? <laughs> Got your notepad? What are you doing over there? Our assistant is slacking off. The- <laughs> Aww. I love him. He's, He's so- doing great. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Nobody come for Jerry. I'll come for you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, for all those who don't know, because we're talking about Jerry, who I'm sure that you've realized is my four-legged best friend. My soulmate. Yeah, my actual soulmate. So Jerry is my puppy. I got him. How long ago was that? Three months, maybe? Four months? No. Yeah. Three, three-ish months? Yeah, three, four months ago. He is the sweetest soul in the entire world. Yes. Unmatched. Uh, so. We don't deserve him. No, not at all. No. So, Jerry has hydrocephalus. And you guys will hear me talk about my developmentally disabled dog multiple <laughs> times. And that's not, because, you know, I don't know, like, who knows if people have dogs that have hydrocephalus if you do i'm not saying he's been like developmentally disabled to like put like a negative yeah taste on it that's Comedic just relief if you don't have yeah. a sense of humor just go away yeah, <laughs> just yeah. if you are right easily offended by people saying stupid shit then you should just tune out now and don't return <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> but i don't know where i was going with this that oh, okay. a special needs pup of our of yeah and he is literally our soulmate, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes. 
Janelle was actually at my house the first day that I brought Jerry home. That was such an incredible experience. This little ball of energy that was crashing into everything yep. and falling over himself. And yep. we're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yep. All at once. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you you didn't know. There was just like sheer panic, but also like, oh my God, you're so fucking cute. But like, watch your fucking head, bro. Like, the there day. no way you couldn't love him. No. You cannot. So, hydrocephalus causes neurological issues. And. He's got a limp leg. Yeah, he got a little bit of like a limp leg in the back, whatever. He's he's rocking the shit. He's doing his damn thing. Um, So, when I first got him, he could walk maybe like three feet and then he would fall over. Oh my god, wait. So, yep, this is where I'm going to. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so, this is now like around Christmas time. So, Janelle's like. You know what? I have like this light show I'm going to with my my mom and my sister. Let's go and like you could bring Jerry. So this is literally the second day I had him. <laughs> like we're like yeah, Jerry wants to see the lights. Yeah. So we're like Jerry wants to see the lights. So I decide like I'm gonna get a leash, <laughs> like <laughs> for my dog that could walk literally three feet and fall down. I had like a little jacket for him and everything. Yep. <laughs> size. It's all the way in. <laughs> so Janelle and I are have little tiny baby Jerry on a leash trying to get <laughs> trying to get him to walk. It was like a solid five blocks. Also, these streets were packed. <laughs> with, packed with people. Like cars everywhere blocking everybody's house. <laughs> and we're sitting here like Come on, Jerry. Let's go, Jerry. And he's you just lo- looking at us. <laughs> I think what? he fell over once, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was simply just standing. I don't think he walked a single step no. on the leash. And we're like, you're doing great. Yeah. So me and Janelle, here we are with little tiny baby Jerry in his fucking jacket. In pitch black. People are walking by us like we're crazy. We're both literally, like, squatted down. Like, come on, Jerry. You can do it. Let's go, Jerry. Oh, like, my God, he's up. <laughs> Oh, you, yeah, we're talking about you, handsome. Look at him. He's like, hi, guys. Hey, Jerry. He's like, I heard my name. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. He's like, can you guys keep it down? <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to take my nap. Literally. I'm um, sorry. So, long story short, we ended up carrying Jerry. Yes. For five blocks. For and five. down an entire marina. Yep. To see these lights on these boats. And Jerry loved every moment of it. Every single moment of it. He fell asleep. He made a friend. Oh, yes. Don't forget about the friend. He was a great guy. Great guy. <laughs> and I was so happy when he was like, can I hold him? I was like, fucking take him. Because I <laughs> swear to God. Wait, Wait, hold on. My back felt like it was going to break. Sam let a, a stranger hold her puppy. Some grown-ass man was just like, oh, my God, can I hold him? What? And Sam was just like, yeah. 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 And, and then Jerry sat between her legs. Like, literally with his head faced the opposite way, <laughs> curled up, like, in between your legs yep. while we were standing watching the light show for the rest of the night. He was just the best little boy. Yeah. He had a blanket, too. He still has that blanket. Mm-hmm. It's way too small now. But Spoiled. He, everybody loved him. Yeah. How could you not? Oh, wait, did somebody ask what was wrong with him? Yes. 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 Oh, okay, so I get really... <laughs> Jerry is the cutest thing in the entire world. Like, he's so cute, but you could kind of tell looking at him that he has, like, a little bit of something wrong with him. So, I'm holding him, and it was the man in the ice cream truck. Mm. He is like, oh, he's so cute. What did he say? He's like, he has a really big head. (laughs) And I'm like, he has hydrocephalus. (laughs) And he just, like, stared at me. Because, like, no one knows what it is. Yeah. So, like, and people have commented on his head, like, so many times, and I'll be like... He's growing into it. It's fine. Yeah. He grew into it. He grew into yeah. his little face. Yeah, he's a little meatball. He is. He's, he's a so little, cute. He's a little ham. Honestly, he might be the first picture we post on our Instagram. Most likely. He's better than us. So. Yeah. Might as well. Like yeah. Valid. I think it's valid. I think it's valid. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be <laughs> go to therapy with Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and a whole episode would be just 30 minutes of Jerry snoring. And his pig noises. Yeah. That's it. That's honestly therapeutic enough for me. Yeah. It's like ASMR, but Jerry style. That's what you meditate to when you go to bed. <laughs> like, honestly, that's your bitch ass at night, like, oh. No, literally. Hold on, wait. Ready? I'm gonna... Because everyone just has to fucking hear it. Let me see. I have a live video. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot. 
not okay after that. Bro, I just gave myself, Jerry, you, everyone on. Never mind. I was gonna. I was gonna. All right, beef. We drop this. It's Sam's fault. What's in this incense? Bro, I forgot that I had my phone hooked up. If anybody's listening with headphones, I'm sorry. What fucking song was that? Some hippie sabotage. I don't know. Yeah, hippie sabotage is shit. Oh my god. Are we gonna get copyrighted for that? Watch that three seconds. <laughs> You're gonna be like, you bitches. We do not own the rights to this song. <laughs> Disclaimer. Everyone was gonna hear Jerry's oink, but it's just it's just it's it's far gone now. It's coming. Yeah, it's. Stay tuned. Catch us at a later date. Yeah, we'll that. we'll figure it out some other oh time. Oh my god, I love that so much. Jerry's just honestly everything that you've ever needed, though. Oh, and yeah. me too. Jerry, I benefit tenfold from this. I have said it to I've said it to you. I know a million times. I swear that Jerry was like brought into my life for a reason. I one hundred percent agree with that. And like, I feel like he needed me, but like, I needed him so much more. I feel like animals just add so much value to your life. Yeah. There's no describing it unless you have one. I have so much love for this animal. Like, I literally think of him as, like, my child. Yeah. Like, he is my baby. I would for do- the record, I'm the other mom. Yes, we're co-parenting this one. Yes. Respect. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> we love a solid co-parent. <laughs> exactly. And mm-mm. it's so like weird, like the whole like like the whole butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. That everything you do trickles down to something else. That trickles down to something else. Like I think all the time, if I hadn't met like my best friends that I got Jerry from, uh huh, through just like people in general, like, I would have never had Jerry. Exactly. And, and it's, it's like, just, whatever you did to meet the people that you met, that, like, all, yeah. everything that intertwines, if they never chose to breed dogs, if... Yeah. If they, it's so, all it's these so crazy, things. and I feel like he literally just, like, fell into my lap. Yeah, that situation's so wild. Yeah. We'll go into, like, the whole, the, like, the, the whole... The story st- of Jerry is, is another one for the books, <laughs> because we can tell a lot of stories about Jerry. We can talk about him for an entire episode. Yeah. But, and we most likely will. Yes. <laughs> but he's just great. He embodies everything that is like just beautiful and pure in this world. Yeah, I just feel like animals bring something different <clears throat> to the table. Absolutely. I can't do what Jerry does for you. It's impossible. I can never live up to this sleepy little man over here. Yeah, no. I don't think any anyone will. I've said it to <clears throat> one of my best friends. We were talking about Jerry, because Jerry sleeps with me in my bed, as you know, and I was saying, like, if I get, like, a boyfriend, like, pack your sleeping bag. (laughs) You're on the floor, Jerry. And, yeah, and, like, don't even think that you're using any of the blankets that are on my bed, because those are mine and Jerry's. Like, you're, bring your own. (laughs) BYOB, bring your own blanket. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Like, figure it out. <laughs> That's the first merch drop. <laughs> Bring your own blanket, bitch. <laughs> I love it, but like... <laughs> with Jerry's face on him. <laughs> with his little tongue out. Stop it. Yes! It would go... It would sell like wildfire. <laughs> oh, literally. my God. Jerry, you're gonna be fake. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's awesome. I literally... Like... Jerry's already a celebrity. Yes. He's been... Because the gym that I work at, Jerry is more well-known than any member that we have. Yeah. He's absolutely incredible. Everybody asks where he is. They don't give a shit about us. Yeah. No. No. I swear Jerry is the only reason why I have friends. (laughs) Like, people don't even give a fuck about me. I was here before Jerry, okay? You were. I was. But there's some people. If you're here post-Jerry, we got eyes on you. Yeah. We We know why you're here. (laughs) We know why. Yep. Wish I had it. Matt, I'm talking to you. Yeah, with one T. <laughs> Actually, no, with two T's. Both T's. <laughs> Both Mass. Yes. Yeah. You didn't give a fuck about me. I fucking love it. You just care about Jerry, which I'm not opposed to. Honestly, not even mad about it. No. 
Because, quite frankly, I would, I would throw myself off of a bridge. I don't need any more friends. I need more friends with dogs that only want to hang out with their dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, simply all I do. Which is amazing. Like, and if anyone follows me on Instagram, they know that my life revolves around Jerry. And lifting weights. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Solid. That's a good life, if you ask me. Yeah. I can't wait to take him on adventures when it gets nice out. Imagine Jerry in the woods. Dude, last time I took him in the woods, he fell into, like, a little pond. It's fine. It smelled so bad. <laughs> I literally had to, I was so pissed because I just gave him a shower. Bath. Shower. He gets a shower. Yeah. But, bath, because that's, like, the correct terminology. Whatever. Comes in the shower. Just gave him a shower the day before. And he's walking through the woods, stumbles, falls, in this little, like, pond thing. It smelled like literally sewage. <laughs> and then the poor thing was like freezing I felt awful oh my god yeah, it was it was a bad time. we're gonna do better he's doing better day by day yeah we're he's doing still gr- growing and glowing he hasn't reached his uh, metamorphosis yet <laughs> <laughs> he's still a caterpillar <laughs> I feel like we're still caterpillars <laughs> that just hit me way deeper than it should yeah have. I can tell by your face <laughs> Expecting that shit. I was like a fuck dude moment. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> threw that. That wow. was hard. That was deep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Do you ever get out of your cocoon? Like No. <laughs> no. Are we just caterpillars forever? Honestly though, I don't <laughs> this is gonna sound like such a high thought. I'm terrified of heights. So would I want to be a butterfly flying around? I'm not 100% sure. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not 100% clear on that. Am I mad at being a caterpillar? Oh, no. I guess it's fine. Yeah. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> See what happens. Once cherry blossoms, he can go through it first, and then I'll see and then if we'll, I want to go yeah, yeah. We'll see how that one plays out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> it's literally like that, those fucking videos when it's like your mom exes and your friends jump up a bridge where you go to and it's someone like diving. That's us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we see them do it first and they're fine. It's fine. Yep. Everything's fine. <laughs> Another one of my catchphrases. Yep. Everything's fine. We are fine. <coughs> Dying. So I also want to kind of sprinkle about my experiences with therapy because I feel like that's only right. Um, and I'm going to do a whole episode on my story and you can kind of like ask me questions and uncover information. There's even stuff that you don't know, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll like do a deep dive into that and I'll be like super vulnerable. Got to be ready for that moment, but we'll get there. I'm excited. But um, I've been in and out of therapy, I would say, since I was like, I don't know, 16. Mm -hmm. So it started when I was in high school, and it was actually my mom who made me go. And I am just really, really lucky because anytime I know of somebody who's forced to do something like that, go to therapy, go to church, go to this, go to that by Mm -hmm. their parents at a young age, especially when they're a teenager... They end up resenting whatever that activity is because they were forced into it. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like that too because I was definitely that teenager that was like, I don't want to do this. I didn't think that I needed it even though I I did need it. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I first went to therapy, I got a really, really great therapist Mm -hmm. who was, oh my God, heaven sent. Like I can't thank the world, universe, God enough for putting her in my path because She's the reason that I don't have a negative stigma around therapy. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything that I can do here on this podcast is to break that. Because therapy can be this deep, like, intervention with your feelings and your emotions. It could be as deep as you want it to be. But it can also just be somebody to give you objective advice about shit that you deal with on a Mm day-to-day. Like, it could be about just somebody to say, I'm here to listen. Yeah. Like, therapy could be anything you want it to be. But this was really intensive because I was really struggling in high school. And um, so I was with her for a little bit. I was on medicine for a little while to get me out of the the rut that I was in. And I kind of just looked myself in the mirror one day and I was like, I don't want to 
live my life this way forever. I don't want to feel this way forever. So I'm going to do everything that I need to do to get myself out of this hole mm-hmm. and to feel like I don't need to rely on medicine, a therapist, or anybody to stay out of it. Yeah. I want to be, like, self-sufficient. So that's what I did is I, I was in therapy, talking it out, doing it when I was in high school. I stopped for a while, and then when I was in my early 20s, um, this like three years ago now, so I was 22, um, maybe 21 turning 22. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I took the jump to go to therapy, which I was super proud of myself for looking back on, because I <laughs> I had that I don't need anybody, no, like whatever mindset, like I can figure it out on my own, and then I kind of just was like, nah, I need somebody there, and this helped me a lot the last time, so maybe this will help me again. And again, I got super lucky with a therapist, because one of the most difficult parts about going to therapy is finding a therapist. Absolutely. It's so mentally taxing, especially when you're in such a bad place, and Mm -hmm. you're trying to find somebody to help you out of that place, and you can't fucking find the right person, and health insurance, and all the things. Yep. That's a whole nother conversation, but again, I just got super lucky. I found the right person, and it was... Actually, a coincidence that I came across her because I I was trying to book an appointment with somebody else, and she was like, I'm not taking on new clients right now, and I was so broken down and frustrated by that because the search for a therapist was mentally taxing to begin with. Mm -hmm. She was like, but somebody else in my office is, and she pointed me in the direction of my therapist, who is now still my therapist to this day, and I've been seeing her on and off for the past three and a half, four years. Mm -hmm. When I feel like I need therapy, hit her up. We have sessions for as long as need be. When I feel like I'm good, spread my wings. Maybe I'm a butterfly. Maybe I am flying. I don't know. <laughs> then. <laughs> We're figuring it out. Then I go out on my own. I do my thing. And then if I need to circle back with her, I do. And I think that that's great. And I've built such a positive relationship with that, knowing that I can have somebody who knows nothing personally about me. They're not invested in my life in an emotional way. So they can provide me that objective feedback that I'm looking for that I need sometimes to just get me out of my mind and Mm -hmm. get me out of my bullshit that I'm dealing with so that's my very very condensed version of my story with therapy and I think it's so beneficial and it's something that I always point people in the direction of within their realm right Mm -hmm. so not not go to therapy because you need to fix this or you need to fix that go to therapy and just see if it can do anything for you if it can continue going if it can't, that's fine too. Exactly. You'll find your therapy. Exactly. Because, like, you've been going to therapy for much longer. Almost 10 years now. Yeah. Much longer than I have. Yeah. So, I just started therapy. When was that? Within the past year, mm-hmm. I started going to therapy. It's probably just about a year as of, like, now. I started going to therapy. And it took so long for me to like actually start yes like I had wanted to go to therapy for years and I have done the mentally taxing part of trying to find a therapist trying to find someone that isn't going to cost me two thousand dollars in deductibles to go to a session and each session is five hundred dollars and like you said that's just awful when you're already feeling awful and you already feel like your world is like crumbling around you. Yeah. And then you're stressing about the one thing that you feel. And like, for me, I feel like it became such like a, I need therapy. Mm-hmm. This like therapy is the only thing that's going to be able to help me. Mm. And that's not really like a good mindset to have. Although I am happy that I did have that mindset because I don't think that I would have continued yeah. Like, my search to find my therapist yeah. if I didn't feel like it was the only thing that's going to help me. Exactly. But when you feel like it's the only thing that's going to help you and it's not easily obtained because of all these other fucking factors. And I feel like in the world of COVID, there was a lot more people going to therapy. Yeah. Or so, that needed it at least. Yeah. Or realized. So trying to find someone that was in your insurance, someone that wanted to take you on, that was Mm -hmm. taking new clients. I had reached out to so many therapists that just weren't taking clients. Yeah. And I had looked into therapists even, like, I want to say the first time I ever looked into a therapist was probably in high school. Mm. And, like, that would just be, like, 
on my phone, you know, I would Google, like, therapists around me. And, yeah. like, it would be something that was, like, a quick thought. I'd think about it, and then I'd be like, no, I don't need therapy. Like, mm-hmm. I always felt like I have a good life. Yeah. And, like, I will say that. Like, my parents, I'm very fortunate. I'm very, mm-hmm. very lucky. But being lucky and having loving relationships and having people in your life that you could talk to is nice. But just because you have that doesn't mean that you can't need more. And that you don't struggle. Exactly. And I always felt like, in my mind, I thought of it as, like, people that go to therapy are people that have it bad. Yeah. So I always thought, like, you're being dramatic. Like, people have it worse. Yeah. Like, man up, tough it out. Exactly. You'll be fine. And once I finally did start going to therapy, I feel like I just completely, like, changed Mm-hmm. as a person within the last year partly because of therapy partly because just growing up in life and also the own work that you do on your own you yeah. have to give yourself credit too because therapy is not the end-all be-all no like the saying that you can lead a horse to water but you can't force it to drink that goes for everything yeah and you can't just expect somebody else to fix your problems there is so much work yeah. that you have to do on your own, and you have to want to do it. My first, not going to. like, two to three sessions <clears throat> in therapy, I felt like I didn't even, like, speak. Mine were all and, tears. Like, I feel like I wanted to put on, like, not even, like, I don't want to say, like, a front, but almost a front. Like, I didn't want Lori, who was my therapist... To think that I was, like, crazy. Mm. Vulnerability is hard. Yeah. And, like, now that, like, Lori is probably one of the most vulnerable people, obviously, because she's my therapist. Like, I am so vulnerable with her. Mm -hmm. But even sometimes now, and I've been going for a year, like, I feel myself, like, I'll start to say something, and then I hear the way it sounds out loud, and I, like, retract. Yeah. You're like, wait a second, let me walk that back real quick. Yeah. I didn't mean to go that far. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And I feel like that's why so many people are scared of therapy. Yeah. And because of the stigma around it. Like, I'm so, as you are too, like, I'm, obviously we wouldn't be having this podcast if we didn't. If we weren't pro-therapy. We're obviously very pro-therapy, and I see, like, no shame in it. I don't Not have any sort of, like embarrassment about it whereas when I feel like I was just starting to look into therapy like I was embarrassed yeah I didn't want to ask anyone for help yeah like there has been times like my mom I remember went on um the computer and like printed out a whole list of therapists for me that were in our network Mm -hmm. and it sat on my desk for until it collected dust yeah I never looked at it and yeah like I no, she was just trying to help, and I love her to pieces for it, and I think that I'm so lucky to have, like, someone who understands it. hmm But I feel like therapy is one of those things that, like you said, how, like, you were younger and your mom made you go, and, like, it could have went the complete opposite way. Like, it really is one of those things that you have to want to do it for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you said something really incredible before about how you thought you you had a good life. Therapy is for people who don't. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I've realized being in therapy is we so often invalidate the way that we feel Mm -hmm. that it spirals and it makes it even worse because we're not facing the issue. We're thinking we don't deserve to feel this way. We shouldn't feel this way. Yeah. And we put these boundaries and restrictions on 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 emotions. On our own feelings. Yeah. And And you can't control that. No. You can control the outcome. You can control your actions beyond that. But you can't control a thought that pops into your head or you can't control an emotion that arises from a situation. You have to be willing to accept that you're human you have faults and you have flaws Mm -hmm. you deal with your shit what might be world shattering for you it might not bother somebody else and that's fine that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you exactly it just means that you're different you know and you have to deal with it in a different manner than another person might and I think that in a world where we're all trying to be the same look the same do the same things be alike fit in Mm -hmm. 
that becomes so much more difficult to accept your own unique self Mm -hmm. and embrace that as a person. And it just, it all feeds into the stigma that we have about our emotions, how we feel, vulnerability, therapy as a whole. I feel like anything mental health. Yeah, anything mental health related. And we've made strides. Like, we can't say that we have not gone further because there has been a whole movement on this and and it's continuing to go on. But I just feel like there needs to be so much more. Yeah. So much more. People need to be more, I don't even want to say educate. It does have to do with educating. Yeah. And, like, I feel like, and I know I've brought this up to you before, how, like, from a young age, we teach kids the importance of safe sex, the importance of not doing drugs, not drinking alcohol, of wearing your seatbelt, but we tell a little kid that's crying that that's wrong. That you shouldn't be crying. And it just doesn't make sense to me because why do we have sex education and we have all this other stuff, but we don't teach kids how to deal with their emotions. And process. And that feeling these things is normal Mm -hmm. because for so long I thought that there was something wrong with me yeah and don't get me wrong like I do have anxiety depression whatever the all the fun stuff the textbook definition (laughs) yeah exactly God decided to sprinkle them in Mm -hmm. but most people do yeah and then that even brings a a thought to my mind is if everybody has it is it a disorder yeah or Or are we just human exactly and people put, like you said, dex- textbook. Yeah, they anxiety, want a label. They want an depression. answer. Yeah. Because they want to be able to fix it. And I, sometimes there's no fixing it. You yep. just manage and you deal. And I had someone who is very close to me. When I first started therapy, I was talking to them about it. And they're one of those people that is like not barely comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Them saying that I didn't have depression because depression didn't look in me how it's supposed to look. And that's something that, like, has always sat with me. And I've thought about it a million times over. Mm -hmm. And it is true. It's like people think that you can only be depressed if... You can't get yourself out of bed Mm -hmm. if showering is hard. And don't get me wrong, there's been times where I have stared at my ceiling and felt nothing. And just can't move. For a day, two days. Mm -hmm. And I won't even know what's wrong, Mm -hmm. but my body and my mind and my soul is just like, today is not it. Yeah. And that might be what depression looks like for... John, Joseph, down the block, or whoever the fuck it is. Like, that's how their depression might look. But you could see the happiest person, or who you think is the happiest person in the world. Someone who is, like, singing, dancing, who is, like, so outgoing. And I feel like people have such a hard time being like, oh, yeah, that person suffers from depression. Because it looks different Yeah, and people don't understand that, like... You could be happy and be depressed at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like that was something that was so hard for me to accept at first. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like I didn't have anxiety, depression, or anything of the sorts because I was able to function. Yeah, because you... Or I forced myself to function. Yeah. And I do feel happy. I find happiness in things. And... I don't feel like my world is crumbling always. Mm-hmm. But I get into moods where my world is crumbling. Exactly. And it's just the textbook definition of everything that could be mentally, psychologically wrong with a person needs to be updated. <laughs> like... Completely and utterly, and I get it, like, it has to have these characteristics, but I feel like people think of it as, like, those commercials that you see. Yeah. Like, that's how people think, and honestly, like, those commercials do do, like, a good way of, like, displaying how it feels on the inside, 
but it doesn't look like that on the outside all exactly, the time. Exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. my depression isn't like that. Like mine I feel like looks like yellow. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you're not gonna see You're not like you're not gonna look at me and see grays, blacks, dark blues. You're gonna look at me and you're gonna see vibrant. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that, that and you don't struggle, you know. Yeah. And it I feel like it validate what you go through. And everyone needs to accept that, especially when it comes to like yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you could yeah. be yellow, but still suffer. Mm-hmm. I think and why wouldn't you want to fix that for yourself? Why wouldn't you want to do better, right? I think that we're so. We so often want to see things in black and white. Mm-hmm. If it's not this, then it's this. If you're like this, then you can't be this way. Uh-huh. And I think even for myself, I've struggled with understanding that there are gray areas and there's shades of gray and so many of them where things fall in between because we want to categorize things. We want to put people in boxes and buckets and, and containers and we want to put them here, here, there and everywhere because we want structure, organization, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And when it comes to mental health, if you don't fit the black or white definition that somebody might have, they're going to say you are or aren't based on whatever their thought of it might be. And mm-hmm. every and this is what makes it so crazy because everybody's thought on what it looks like is different. Yeah. So you're never going to look depressed to every single person or not to exactly. every single person. Exactly. So I think that what it comes down to is... You know yourself better than anybody, right? Mm -hmm. You know what you're feeling and you know what you're going through. And luckily for you, you're such a self-aware person that you know, okay, I'm at a point where I need to turn to somebody. I need to do this for me. I need to take time. I need to, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of go into recovery mode for a little bit and do what I need to do. But I wish a lot of other people gave themselves that grace or had that self-awareness to understand that it's not always about just pushing through and fighting through. And yes, that's a piece of it, but sometimes you have to stop to go forward. Mm-hmm. And just because somebody's saying, oh, you don't look depressed, you don't seem depressed, does not mean that you aren't. Exactly. You aren't. Like, your story is always valid. And if not for nothing, I want people to feel that way when they come here and they listen to us talk about these things and they listen to us be vulnerable about our stories. Because mm-hmm. my story is nothing like yours. Yours is nothing like mine, and it's not going to look the same for everybody that's listening to us. Exactly. And everybody in this world. And that's why this shit is not textbook. Yeah. Maybe we're renaming the podcast. (laughs) Go to therapy. (laughs) Dot, dot. It's not textbook. (laughs) I'm dead. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not. But what's nice... For, I'll speak for my therapist, is she doesn't treat it that way, which is great. Mine doesn't either. She like, knows that it comes in a variety of shapes, forms, sizes, and... And I do just want to put out there that, like, we both know that we're very lucky with our therapists. Yes. But it does take work to find who fits for you. Also, advocate for your mental health. If somebody is telling you something that doesn't align with your beliefs and who you are as a person, just because they're licensed does not mean that they know everything and does not mean you click with them. And quite frankly, like, there's some therapists, just like there's some doctors, there's some people in the world who, like, this is just a means to an end to them. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, you are simply just paying their bills. Yeah. And if that's how you feel... Like, there's no reason why you can't tell your therapist, like, hey, you're not it for me. It's not me, it's you. Yeah, no, literally, <laughs> though. But, like, I feel like you have to treat your therapist almost as if, like, you're dating them. 100%. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, would you deal with your significant other doing this to you or making you feel this way? And maybe some people would because, we you know, we all have some issues. Uh, yeah. But we'll get into a whole... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> we'll bring up exes. We'll talk about all that shit. Hell um, yeah. If you're any of my exes, don't listen. You might be a little offended. <laughs> Peace, love, and blessings. But... Always. Um, but you have to advocate for yourself. You have to advocate yeah, for what and you be- believe fucking picky yeah and if they're not for you i mean i'm not saying be like fuck you You yeah of course you're bad at your job this isn't working out yeah this isn't working out do you have anyone that you could recommend and honestly like i've heard of people going to therapists and being like 
you're not it. Do you? And they'll offer someone else. And, and I think they understand that because... Yeah, because it's literally... It's either you click with a person or you don't. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be your most vulnerable self if you feel like you can't be in front of your therapist. I was so picky. I remember when I, when I was looking for a therapist. When my mom got one for me, again, just super lucky... Um, but when I was looking for one, I had specific, like, I want her to be a woman and I want her to be in her late twenties, early thirties, because I was like, I need somebody who is mature, intelligent, and that can relate to me and understand the stories I'm telling her. And I, I felt horrible when I was looking through therapists and actually saying like, I need a woman in this demographic, you know, like saying mm-hmm. in this age range, I need her to, to get me. Um, but I don't feel like I would have gotten the most out of it had I not found somebody within those, within those two criteria. And I mean, somebody might have more. Yeah. Um, but for me, I wouldn't have been able to click with a 50 year old woman. I wouldn't have been able to click with a man on the things that I was talking about personally. And that just wouldn't have worked for me. Exactly. And I feel like some people are just like more comfortable, like talking to men. But like for me, like I'm not really comfortable talking to men. Yeah. About, like, and maybe it stems from, like, childhood, because I was always, like, a mommy's girl. Mm. So, like, and I'm still very close with my mom. So Mm -hmm. when, like, things go on in my life, I'm always talking to my mom. Yeah. But, like, so I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I would do good with, like, a male therapist. Yeah, I don't know. But I feel like it also depends, because it really just depends on the person. Maybe I'll try a little experiment for the pod. Maybe. Let you know. Stay tuned. Wow. Wow, I like it. I like it. I'm here for all of it. We have to make sure they're within your network. <laughs> yes, of course. We're not paying these crazy ass. Um, um, no, fucking dis- <laughs> no thanks. And we're not paying um three grand in the deductible. Yeah, not happening. Insurance should be free. <laughs> That's what we're going to bring to the table in 2023. Stay tuned. <laughs> real get for all. From my childhood bedroom, we're starting. Yes. And we will eventually evolve to the floor of my very first apartment. Fuck yeah! And then hopefully this shit will follow us to, like, the floor of my first apartment whenever I get out of my childhood bedroom. I love this. Follow us into, like, houses. Yeah. Mansions. Mansions. Absolutely. That we rent because I don't think either of us would ever want to live in a mansion. No. (laughs) Like, we would just have one. We're going to have one mansion. That we can, like, stop We turn in. into, like, an Airbnb. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then we live in, like, a little cottage. And then we, like, black out the weeks that we want to be there. And then we have our little cozy home. Like, within reason, it'll be nice. But we'll each have our own cozy homes. And then we'll have our mansion that we can go to when we want to be a little bougie and find all our cool friends. Like Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just the three of us. <laughs> Together forever. <laughs> Welcome to the pod squad. Yes. (laughs) And on that note, we love y'all. We'll hit you with another episode very soon. If you've made it this far. God bless. You're a real one. And there's so much more to come. (laughs) Welcome to fucking go to therapy. Yes. I think that was a beautiful first episode. I fucking love that. And I'm still recording, so this isn't it. No, I know. I love it. Fuck Fuck yeah. yeah.